Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. And now we're talking about really taking actions to make our dream happen in a world that isn't so positive. You know, negativity is like a cancer that's invaded our society without our knowledge or consent. Most people aren't even aware of how toxic their thoughts are or how easily negative stimuli can influence them. Yet our thoughts, both positive and negative, all impact our energy, trickling from the top down, affecting all aspects of life and the environment. My guest is Marina Shakur Habur. She's an author and speaker whose life purpose is to open people's minds to the untapped wealth and abundance waiting to be discovered when they break away from restricting beliefs. The book is Dream a Better Dream, which is a call to action. Turbulent current events indicate major imbalances in personal and global energy. And what she's going to talk about is how we can bring more light and love into the world. And again, I'm very happy to have Marina Shakur Habar. She was born in Terrain, Iran. Uh, She spent her youth in Munich, Germany. She took her education to Paris, France, and she continued her studies in Vancouver, Canada. So she's really been, uh, she's lived all over the world. And she's now an author and a speaker. Welcome. Welcome, Marina. Thank you so much, Patricia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. First question out of the box, and it's it's a big one. It's a big question. Is the American dream dead, or is it still alive? Well, that is, of course, for whom is the dream dead? For the few, the 10%, the dream is still very much alive. But for the majority of Americans, it is very difficult to attain. I would say about 90% of the population. Most people today live paycheck by paycheck. Most people have maybe $1,000 in savings and are indebted to either credit cards, student loans, or mortgage, or all of the above. So for them to have a dream to create a small business is very, very difficult. In addition to that, wages have been stagnant and uh, real income has not grown. So it is really very difficult today to attain that illusion of the house with the picket fence. Mm. Hmm. So what do you think people can do to lower the negativity today? Well, first of all, I think what we need to do is we need to start with our own thinking. And most people are not aware of how many thoughts they have per day. They have approximately fifty to 70,000 thoughts each and every day. <clears throat> and they are all influenced by outer stimuli. So it starts with becoming aware of our thoughts, non-judgmental. Just become aware of what passes through your mind. And then you will notice where the tendency is going. If you're leaning towards a negative uh, uh, side, then you should start uh, letting those thoughts go. Release them. Tell them that you no longer need them. And send them away with love. And then thirdly, replace them with 
a visualization of what you'd like to have in your life. So visualize a better future. Do you think think that will help bring the American dream back to life? That it starts with each and every person. What brings the American dream back is, number one, we change. Number two, it has to start from the top. Taxes have to be rolled back. And especially for the top 10%, that's what I'm trying to say, not for the other people. Then what needs to be done There needs to be more investment in our people. We need to invest in our youth. Education needs to be improved. It shouldn't be so that then our youth comes out of of colleges and universities, that they're indebted for 10, 15, 20 years. That is unfair, and it is wrong, and we're hurting only America by doing that. We need to invest in our social net. We need to invest in our environment. That's how we are going to get our nation back in, in on top of the grid. And we can only do that by an influx of money. <clears throat> and it has to be raised from the top down. History will prove that when uh, wealthy people get fewer taxes, it, will ne- it never trickles down. And usually what happens, it creates huge crashes because they invested in in the speculative market. Better that we invest in our people and our Mm -hmm. future. So how would you help the next generation do better and have more opportunity? How would you invest in them, Marina? I would start with school systems, especially, you know, it, it usually goes, of course, by the neighborhoods, the, the poor neighborhoods have worse education, but those are specifically the kids that need better education. It should be fairer. It should be a fairer uh, diversity of education. They should get the same quality education. If we, and not all children or youth, everybody needs to have college education. They should be training for job-related training, um, Mm -hmm. like apprenticeships. Mm -hmm. But it needs to start with our youth that we make education affordable. I think we're, are are we doing that? I think in some places we are doing that now. It is beginning. uh, I heard an article that the New York University, NYU, is now promoting and giving uh, loans or even for free for young people to go in particular areas of, of medicine that are no longer popular because mm. they could never pay back their loans. So yes. that's a smart approach Absolutely. to again grow different specialties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of them I think is general, just general medicine, you know, the, the exactly. GP, general yeah. practitioners. Yeah. Yes. General practitioners and OBGYN, of course, they get so much. They get sued a lot, but that's a different story. Mm, amazing. So, yes. How do, you, how do you feel about the administration and immigration? Now, I know that's a loaded question because we've had a lot of immigration issues, but um, talk about it and then talk about it sort of from a global perspective where you see the hope there. Well, <clears throat> what I see is that we are going, we're looking at 
a huge immigration situation coming up. What we're seeing right now is, I think, probably only the tip of the iceberg. And if you look at the situation in the Middle East and Africa, there are droughts, there are catastrophic uh, uh, weather events, as we are seeing in the United States. And with that, that forces migration. People cannot stay where there is no future left. So they have no choice. They have to move. Then you see places like Yemen and Syria. Those people are in dire situation of a safe haven. Mm -hmm. So this will grow. It will not go back. Especially, again, looking also at Puerto Rico. It was a catastrophic event. People have very bad living conditions. So what would be the most logical thing? They will migrate. They will move. So it is something that we need to deal with. And just closing our borders is not the way to go because these situations have been there before and we have opened our doors to previous immigrants. And previous immigrants have done very, very well for the United Mm -hmm. States. Mm -hmm. They have brought great new thinking because energy needs to be renewed. That's also a spiritual thing. You need to renew energy with new thought, new ideas, open-mindedness, inclusiveness. And and you you know, for so many of us, I mean, we are, we're all immigrants. I mean, my grandfather came over on the boat from Russia in the early 1900s. And if he didn't get through, I wouldn't be here. So I think we, you know, we owe owe a lot to that. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And again, they bring a lot to different cultures, different thoughts. And it's every generation has looked at the new immigrants with fear and apprehension, and it's normal. They're different. It's a new wave of immigrants, and we are always concerned with change. People get comfortable with, this is the same it always has been. But what happens with, and you stay comfortable, that's a slow death. You need change. Change is energy and drives our progress forward. So we must be open-minded to change and new waves of immigration. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break on that note. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about immigration, and we're going to talk more about why your book has resonated so much with both immigrants and Americans and, you know, what the message is and, you know, your take as, as, as an immigrant and how you found your own success. Um, Marina, how can people find the book? And then we'll come back and talk more. How can people find the book Dream a Better Dream, Change Your Mind to Sell Save the World? It is available on Amazon, and they also can get it on my website. It's uh, dreamabetterdreamnow.com. Dreamabetterdreamnow.com. Now.com, yes. All right. My guest is Marina Shakur Haber, and again, her book is Dream a Better Dream, and we're talking about, you know, sort of where we are now, how a lot of people have lost hope, and how we can get our hope back. We'll be back in, we're going to take a short break, we'll be back with Marina to talk about more about her book, and uh, her life as, as an immigrant and how she found success here. Right after the break, you're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. 
right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We will be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, the trauma and beauty of being human with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Success doesn't come by chance. It's a decision to take a chance on you. Attending the University of Choice is a goal, but not a guarantee. Dr. Cynthia Colon offers you the formula of going from good, better, to best and increasing those chances of receiving that yes to your dream university. Get the one-to-one attention every student needs to succeed. Tune in to Destination University, live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. And we are talking to Marina Shakur Habir. Her book is Dream a Better Dream, Change Your Mind to Save the World. Marina Shakur Habir is an author and speaker whose life purpose is to open people's minds to the untapped wealth and abundance waiting to be discovered when they break away from restricting beliefs. She wrote her new book, Dream a Better Dream, to help people transform the negativity in our society to one of hope and to great potential. She was born in Tehran, Iran. She spent her youth in Munich, Germany. She took her education to Paris, France, and continued her studies in Vancouver, Canada, before settling in 1987 in America to pursue her dreams of starting her own business. So in our next segment, we're really going to talk about her own life as an immigrant, all the places she's lived, and what she's learned and where the hope comes from. Welcome back, Marina. Thank you so much. 
All right. So your book has resonated with both immigrants and Americans. Why do you think your message is so powerful? Because it's a message of love and hope and and our future imagined from an inclusive of, of a loving, positive aspect. In my book, I'm trying to give a blueprint of how we can change the world by changing ourselves first. And I think that is a message that certainly is not only for immigrants, but for all people around the world, because we are all in the end connected. We are all one, just different, but we are all the same. We all want the same things in life, which is bottom line, happiness. We want to live a safe, secure, and happy life. And I'm trying to get us to think differently, because if we think differently, we act differently, we speak Mm -hmm. differently, and we will do different things to make this one, one step at a time a better place. Absolutely. I, I really, I can't wait to hear about, because you're an immigrant and you've lived all over the world, different countries, yeah. different places. You know, I, I want to hear your perspective and how you found success starting your own business here. Well, I came here, I had, uh, the typical story was I had $5 in my pocket, but I had a little bit more. I came on a visa and I got, I, I married and then I decided that I wanted to start my own business. I went into healthcare and um, I was very lucky. It was about 20 years ago and uh, the universe worked with me and so did America. I I got had wonderful people that worked with me. The banks helped me to succeed, which is the, the essence, because in the beginning, you know, when you start a business, you don't have that kind of cash. And the banks worked with me. It was still the time that they gave loans. And uh, we did very, very well. And I always had in mind that I would, again here, have my people in mind, that I would treat the people that worked for me and worked through me, that I would treat them with respect, that I would treat them fairly and and honorably, that they would hear what they had to say. And I think as you shout into the forest, that's how it comes back. I did very, very well. And I think I really have always been very grateful to America for being so good to me. Beyond beyond that, Marina, in terms of um, getting a loan and being successful, what do you think are the key ingredients to be successful in business, especially as a woman and an immigrant woman? Well, it helped me that I spoke the language fluently. That's absolutely the key. Second of all, absolute determination, sheer determination. Yeah. I was not going to take no for an answer. I carried the burden of my family on my back, and there was no way that I was going to not make it. It was, it was absolute sheer determination. I knew I was going to make it. There was an instinct, there was a knowledge in me that said, I know I'm going to make this. And so, and you hear that so often, and then pieces of the puzzle fall into place. But what I would say is we as women should never change who we are and become too masculine and imitate men. No, we are women. 
We should mm-hmm. have that quality of the feminine, but be strong. That does not mm-hmm. mean in any way uh, weak. Mm-hmm. I always remained who I was, authentically me, a fighter and a believer in that, yes, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I did do you think, Marina, that this whole view about women and, and not being too masculine and but owning your power, do you think it was easier to do that in other countries like Germany or France or Canada, or is it di- different in our country in terms of women's perceptions and women's success? Well, I, it's, I would say that in America there is still... There's still a lot of the, the reasons why the Me Too has to grow. There's still a lot of the perception that women are less. And I see it in my own environment. And as I look into it, that goes back all the way to the Bible, that women from the word get-go were perceived as the lesser beings. And women need to overcome that because we are equal. We are we are as strong as men, but just differently. Mm-hmm. Looking at Europe, I would say it's it's different in Europe, but I haven't worked in Europe in a long time, so for me to make that judgment would be very difficult. Most of my life I've worked in America, and I found that when I worked for companies, I was treated fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, did I have an experience that falls into the Me Too? Yes. Me too. I'd happen to me too. Uh, did I say anything like them? I said nothing, mm-hmm. which is wrong. Today, looking back, I would never advocate for that again. Mm-hmm. But then it was different. Yeah, yeah different time. Different what time. Is- what advice would you have for our listeners, young women, middle-aged women, older women, uh, of all different ages and stages, about about success, entrepreneurialism, success? What would you say? I think the world needs women. Women need to rise up. They need to get out of that fear that they can't do it. They are less. The world needs us because there is too much testosterone. The men have a different form of energy. And we women would balance that energy with our, our uh, uh, fears. It is essential that we women become more vocal, that we go into politics, that we go and get our higher positions and get paid for it equally. It is essential. And so I would say to all the young women, you go, girl, you do it, and don't be afraid. Yes, everybody will get opposition, but that's just a little roadblock. We women have to do this, and we can. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about your book. We have a couple minutes left. Dream a Better Dream, Change Your Mind to Save the World. It's very inspirational. And what you'll learn in this book is to understand the nature of your thoughts and harness their power, which Marina talked about today, to discover the value of being positively selfish. And we we talked a little bit about that in terms of really believing in ourselves, finding out how to take stress out of stress and how to declutter, declutter your mind through mindfulness. We have a couple of minutes. So how would you take stress out of stress, Marina? Again, you have to become, the stress part is, 
mostly we have to learn to meditate. Meditate is one of those, for me, it has become an essential thing. It is maybe not for everybody because not everybody can sit down and do it for 20 minutes, half hour, what have you. But even a five-minute, take five moment and just calm your thoughts. Just go within and reconnect to your higher essence because in the end, we need energy that is pure and that sustains us. We cannot only drive on the negative influences that we get all day by. Mm -hmm. I have to get this done. I have to get that done. The pressure, the pressure. We will break under it. So Mm -hmm. I go, I take a couple of minutes I calm down, I breathe, and it's easy breathing exercises that brings you back on earth and and solidifies who you are. And then Mm -hmm. it feels better and you can move on. But I have started to do meditation, and it helps me because I'm a very hyper person. It actually Mm -hmm. calms me down. It it normalizes me. Mm -hmm. So I would say meditation and I always believe in reading uh, uplifting books, mm-hmm. reading something that changes our mindset, and then doing something for somebody, even if it's only a smile, a kind word, a gesture, something that we do to help somebody else. Right. And that gives you more, actually, than the other person. Right. Marina, this has been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So your book again is Dream a Better Dream, Save Your Mind to Save the World by Marina Shakur Haber. And you can log on to dreamabetterdreamnow.com. Marina, thank you so much for being on the program. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, stand the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. You can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list so you can see all the wonderful guests that I'm having on Voice America and the other projects that I'm doing to really make the world a better place through the media. All right, folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.